So what will you do in retirement? You going to hang out with Oprah? What's on your docket? <laughs> well, she, you know, she calls me every day. And I yeah. Guess <laughs> Enough. <laughs> Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrano. All right, coming up on 814, a historic day here in Milwaukee Media. It's underway. Last day on the air for a local news icon. After 40 years in TV news, it is time to move on to other passions. TMJ4's Carol Meekins making that announcement about her retirement earlier this month. Well, today is that day. On the Tri-County Contracting Hotline this morning, ahead of her last day at TMJ4 News, someone I am so proud to have worked with for 22 of those 40 years on the air, Carol Meekins. Hi, Carol. Hi, Vinny. You know, it is it is so good to hear from you. You know, I told him, I said, when I found out that you were leaving, I thought, this is it. I've got to go. <laughs> That's what did it. A play out the string here on the current contract. <laughs> well, hey, one of the first things I said, Carol, when I found out that you were retiring, and we talked about it here on the radio station, was, uh, said, look, Carol Meekins is one of just a few people on a list whom I will say was nicer to me when I first got there at Channel 4 than she had to be. <laughs> so I was just another new kid coming in there, and I just will always remember your kindness, your willingness to talk to me about the stories that I was doing, uh, your counsel, and then that you love to laugh with me. Well, you know what, Vinny, you have so many fans, and when you came, I remember all of us talking so you know, we were just amazed at how talented you were. You could do everything. And I think, didn't you, weren't you able to shoot as well? You, I think, did you shoot some of well, the yeah. Now, this isn't a going away from yes. Vince. Let's, Let's not talk about Vince right about here. How much you enjoyed working with me, Carol, because, you know. Right, yeah, most... well, you know what? I did, you know, I, I, I don't, kidding. you know, I, I don't think everybody realizes, but not everybody in this business is, is, is pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> Just a few. Most people are good. But you know what? You are so talented. You're creative. You're funny, uh, witty. Uh, and really, I thought it was a big loss when you left. And I was very di- disappointed because you used to do the 10 o'clock news and you did all those stories called To the Test. Remember those? Yeah, we had so, so much fun with those. I One of my favorite things around there was to make you laugh. Like that was a goal. Like if I could get you laughing on set, that was that was so fun. We used to laugh all the time, except one time we got in trouble, I think, because we were laughing uh, when, one, one day when nothing came up. Remember in the days of tapes? I mean, you know, I'm old, so I can remember. But one day we had a newscast. No tapes came up. Nothing. Nothing. And so uh, after a while, I think Mike Gushan and I just sat there and started to laugh, you know, like, well, we'll see if this one comes up. And, you know, another live <laughs> shot came up. And then somebody, one of the big bosses, uh, asked, why are they laughing? Well, what are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing else to do. Right. When when the train is derailed and you right. can't get it back on the track, sometimes it's, that's all you can do. Hey, Carol, yeah. it's Eric. So what are you going to do tonight? How is it going to end? Are you are you dropping a mic? Are you saying, I'm out of here, suckers? Like, what are you, how is this going <laughs> to wrap up? <laughs> you, know, I, you know what I think about is that flight attendant who's, who slid down me. Remember the emergency exit? And, and I think he cussed everybody out. Yes. <laughs> I will not be doing that. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> That may, that just makes me laugh. But you know what? I It's just a small little thing. You know, the world is falling apart right now. I cannot 
justify some big, huge celebration for me. So I told them I, I didn't even want to party, I'll be honest with you. But I said, okay, we'll have a small reception. And I did buy, invite about a dozen people that I think are just really admirable and true uh, people with humanity and spirit. And I invited them today to the reception. It's not going to be anything big. I, I don't like that. I didn't even have a wedding, see, Eric. So that shows you what I'm about. <laughs> I didn't want one. I did not want that attention. I don't need that. I know what I do, and I know when I've reached someone or if I've lit lit a spark. So I'm not interested in, I don't need to be celebrated myself. I I don't know why, but that's just me. I have no narcissistic gene in my body. I respect that. Hey, Carol, I wanted to make sure I asked you this, because as, as a kid who grew up here, it really mattered to me when talented people like you, like so many of the people you shared the anchor desk with, stayed here in my hometown and Milwaukee as you know we get a lot of folks come in here and have a cup of coffee and then they move on to uh, to other places someone who's been here as long as you have is not here because you couldn't be somewhere else doing this someplace bigger why did you choose to make Milwaukee your home you know that's a great question and I have to say I grew up in high school although I was a military brat and was born in California and lived in Alabama Kansas uh Michigan, Turkey. I lived all over the country before I even came here and got in TV and moved all over the country. But I've always liked um, the Midwestern values. I've always liked sort of like a big, small town. And I've always told everyone, I can live anywhere as long as I have a good job and the people are, are decent and good. And so I like the, I just like the people here in Milwaukee. I like the, the size of the community. You have everything, but you don't have a lot of the headaches. And I don't understand how people could not see it. And like when you go to Chicago and you go on the lake, on, on Lake Michigan, you don't get the beauty and the pristine uh, feeling that you get when you're here in Milwaukee. I, I just there's so many things. And so I it was very easy for me to say. But, you know, every some people, they want the big city and they want the lights and that. Uh, and that doesn't appeal to me that much. So what will you do in retirement? You going to hang out with Oprah? What's on your docket? <laughs> well, she, you know, she calls me every day. And I yeah. Say, yes, <laughs> enough. <laughs> no, she uh, she probably doesn't even know I exist. No, she does. But, you know, I I probably <laughs> and actually uh, coming tonight is going to be her half sister. Uh, of the story that that's I awesome. did where she found out that that Oprah was her sister. So she will be coming, Patricia Lee. And that's, uh, that's very important to me because she's, aside from being related to Oprah, she's a wonderful soul and decent human being who is taking care of a child uh, who needs it at this time. So it, it's those kind of people that really move me. And that's why, uh, you know, I, I, get, I get a real rise out of that. It's, it's you know, because there are so many people like that around here. And sometimes we don't have time to celebrate them. Talking with TMJ Four. I already have. I already have commitments, though, Eric. I, you know, I see. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Talking with Carol Meekins at TMJ Four News. Today's her last day on the air after a storied career in I television and and so many of those years here in Milwaukee. Old. Oh no, <laughs> yeah. I didn't say that. Hey, can I ask you about sharing the desk with some other folks who we've elevated as you know long timers here in Milwaukee? Mike Jacobs, Mike Goucher, uh, anybody else that you know, you want to call out or? Well, I guess what yeah, I'm looking know, for, give every, me some dirt, Carol, yeah. who's, who is tough to work with. Well, we are blessed because, you know, Vinny, we've had some great people come through there, and they're still there right now. Mike Jacobs, Mike Boucher, you know, they, they were they were the consummate journalists. And it, remember when uh, we had Mike Miller there, uh, we had Mike Strelo, and we, they were all, uh, some people kept calling him the white Mike. <laughs> 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 yeah, well, winning down in the awesome. field, when you're tossing back, you just say, back to you, Mike. Mike. 
Because you, then you, if you said Mike, you knew you were going to, there's a good chance you got, got it right. But they were, you know what, they were fun to work with. They were smart, brilliant, uh, decent people. And, and what I liked about them all for everybody, what we've always cared about, not is about us. You know, I think nowadays it's gotten to the point where everybody's celebrating themselves for everything, you know, a movie of their lives. And, and I know that's social media and I know that's a new day, but, uh, it was all about the viewers and what mattered and what is important. And, and that's been how I felt. I mean, it's, it's just not about me and my outfits and, you know, look, don't I look good today? You know, I tried and failed many times. <laughs> I, I had people calling and say, uh, you know, whoever, you know, you tell your makeup artist, uh, you know, that would, that doesn't look good. Uh, you should. Oh, that's for real. Oh, Absolutely. They would, Carol. Oh, I, it's beautiful. And, and then I will say, well, that would be me. Yeah. <laughs> I am my makeup artist. <laughs> yeah. Five minutes before the show and I'm rushing in there. So it does, it's not always pretty, but you know, people are generally, they're good. They're nice. And I work, I, I remember Mike Jacobs always going out and clearing off my windows when it was snowing. I mean, just good people, you know, and I, and I miss them. I miss Mike Boucher and everybody. But you still have, we still have good people there, you know. And I, I'm very proud of the people that I work with right now. Susan Kim, a gem, a doll. Love her. Steve Shamraz, smart. Oh, was you didn't have to say Shamraz. <laughs> yeah, come oh, on now. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but he was, you know, he was an intern there. So I'm very proud yes. of how far he's come. Uh, and, and we used to go out. I remember we'd go out and get dinner for, I think it was for Mike Boucher. And the rest of the people, uh, and we would go together when he was just starting. So it's, it's, it's beautiful to see the transitions. And a lot of people say, are you sad? You don't know, because change is beautiful. And if you don't change, you can't evolve and you can't grow and you start to die. So this is a new beginning. I'm not sad. You have to, this is life and you have to embrace it. And I'm not ready to wither away. Hey, I want to ask you one more thing here uh, before we let you go, because I think people should know this about you as well. I've long said about someone who's achieved the status that you have at a place like TMJ4. You know, these last 10 years, you certainly could have just shown up. You know, you could have gone in there and just been Carol Meekins. Phoned it in. Yeah, and just do your thing. But you work so hard, Carol. I respected your work ethic. You took the, the mantle from Bill Taylor of the Positively Milwaukee franchise. You were out in the field working on those stories, doing those interviews, writing your stuff. I've, I've always appreciated that about you and admired it. Oh, well, that's sweet. I appreciate that. And, you know, honestly, uh, guys, my favorite part of the job was being out and reporting. I, I never really... and to be honest with you, when I got these jobs, when I started in the business, because this is my second career, I was a music teacher before this. But when I started television, I just thought, oh, I could meet people. <laughs> I just wanted to be able to go out and report and meet people, which was really kind of ignorant. If you think about how stupid was I. But uh, that was my goal. It wasn't, to, it wasn't to necessarily sit at the anchor desk. And that's what I see young people now, that's their goal. And I don't think that's good, because I think you have to have a a certain uh, level of humanity to want to um, connect. And that's my goal, really, just to connect and uplift people in any way I can. And I, I will continue to do that. And I also might even get another job. You never know. So, <laughs> Trombone <laughs> teacher. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, I, I I love to work. I don't want to be idle. You know, you've you've met those people who who are retired who don't realize that you don't have the time that they have. <laughs> yes, right. You've met those people, and and that's no. I I, I don't want to become one of those. <laughs> I got work for you over here anytime. You're welcome, Carol. <laughs> 
Well, I hear you're doing great and you're enjoying the job, Vinny. And you know what? We miss you, really. I, I tell you, the morning crew, everybody misses you. And you, you really left a mark at our station and just so talented but also fun to be around and fun to listen to. So I'm glad that I'm glad that Milwaukee still gets to enjoy you. And I don't plan to leave. So I, that's why I'm not that sad. See, I'm not moving to a Sunbelt state. No, we're staying here. So, and that's very important to me. Well, enjoy the heck out of this day, Carol. Carol. And uh, I'm super happy for you and yeah. your husband, Mark, that uh, you, you have this coming. And uh, I appreciate you spending some of this really important day with us here. Well, Benny, Eric, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And I will continue to listen to both of you. All right. Thank you. Carol Meekin's an absolute treasure. Congrats, Carol. (laughs) We'll talk again soon. 825 on Wisconsin's Morning News. By the way, we should point out one hour with Carol on uh, WDTMJ Conversations on Sunday. 11 o'clock, Libby Collins and Carol Meekin sit down for an hour. And you're going to want to watch TMJ4 through the day as there'll be continuing tributes to Carol and her final sign-off as well. 825. To get you a little bit more information, we're learning a lot about how the Republican National Convention will play out in Milwaukee. That is next summer already, and there are a lot of people in town. Is it hundreds, E, who are in town just today? You know, I was talking overnight. to Ted Kellner, and he said there was at least 400 there last night at yeah. the event I was at. So, yeah, we would expect that amount, if not more, today. And this is mostly media who are here previewing where are we going to stand, what are some spaces we can Correct. rent, how's the... How's Pfizer Forum going to look? So when you think media, you're thinking, oh, reporters and whatnot. Well, there's also a lot of producers here. There's a lot of uh, engineers here. There's satellite truck people, like all those that kind of help All of their pancakes. And broadcast. Yeah, a bunch of Greg Pancake Hills will be around and that type of deal. But there are some um, bigger names, too. I mean, I saw yesterday, I chatted with uh, ABC's Rick Klein. He's their chief political strategist. You see him on Good Morning America. Yeah, we've talked to Rick. Yeah, yeah he's right? been on the air with us a few times. I uh, chatted with him, and he was... One of the reasons why he really likes Milwaukee, he was telling us, is because it's easy to get around where they've been at conventions, you know, in Philly or different places where it's just a hassle to get from one place to another. So that's one of the the gems of being in Milwaukee is getting around and getting to places will be very helpful. So the media comes today. They learn a lot about logistics, where they can stage, where they can put things. They want to take pictures of everything. Okay, where can we have the backdrops uh, in and around Pfizer Forum. What stories can we tell about Milwaukee? You know, all of that stuff is what they're kind of learning today. And I spoke with Ted Kellner. Ted Kellner is the CEO of the RNC Host Committee. And uh, he was really fired up about what this really means for the city. We hope that there's a terrific afterglow. So this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be 50,000 people here, but there's 400 here tonight. There's going to be hundreds probably every week, every few weeks, coming in between now and the convention. Yeah. So not it's not just a convention four days. All right, it goes even further than that. So, okay, you, you heard something there. He said afterglow. Yeah, you, like that. you yes, picked up on that. that. that I caught that. the afterglow? Yeah. So you say afterglow. You know, I'm hearing that you know, American Family Field is going to be rinterized. What are we talking about, Final Four? Like, what's the afterglow mean? Okay, that was probably a little bit too far. I don't think it's going to be a Final Four, but well, I'll why couldn't it, it be? <laughs> we'll see what he says. Well, a lot. We hope a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the city's, I t- it, again, you heard me up there. Right, I mean, yep, yep, yep. Cleveland got uh, all-star games. Sure. NBA, uh, Major League Baseball, Charlotte had terrific um, uh, convention activities. Yeah, so there's a lot of things that can come from it. But I think one of the ones there, he kind of alluded to it. NBA All-Star Game, bump, bump, bump. you know, that could be the next thing For that comes example. from it. Yeah. Uh, last thing, there was a report by Channel 12 earlier this week. Um, Alderman Bob Bauman told the channel, like, hey, you know what? I don't know if we have enough hotel space. You know, there's a concern about well, hotel space. A little space. late to have that conversation, first of all. Well, but there was yes. a story that popped about one of the hotels in town foreclosing and whatnot, so you're losing 
uh, capacity, if you will. So I did ask uh, Kellner about that because Bauman kind of alluded to the idea of like, okay, well, maybe you bring in some cruise ships and dock them along the port there, okay, and then cool. you can stay in there and put delegates there. Here's what Kellner had to say. I heard one alderman say last night, you know, on one of the local networks, oh, we might have to bring in cruise ships. I mean, is that like a legitimate thing, like where we'd have to find more space for some of these people, or is it too early to say something like that? That's too early to say. We'll find the space. We're, we're going to make it as a, a very hospitable, welcoming environment for them, whatever that takes it means, but I wouldn't go to cruise ships at this point. Yeah, yeah. so they're not okay, really so settle concerned down about it. Right <laughs> that would be fun, though. Not booking any Big Carnival yet. cruise boat, Disney boat. That would be. There's precedent for that, and that'd be a nice place to stay, but he's yeah, not at that point. Yeah, right? yeah. We'll see what happens, but it doesn't look like, at least now, that that's something they're considering. So that's Ted Kellner, the CEO of the Milwaukee Host Committee. Again, lots of media in town today to get the logistics and the specs down of what the RNC will look like. Still coming up before 9 o'clock here on Wisconsin's Morning News, A Christmas Carol, a Milwaukee Repertory Theater tradition for nearly 50 years. It's on stage now. We're going to talk live with the man who plays Bob Cratchit that is coming up on Wisconsin's Morning News. <laughs> 8.42 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Just give me a chance to plug the live stream here, and you can text the word WATCH to the Old National Bank talk and text line, 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old. Text the word WATCH, and that'll plug you right into our live stream. I guess we don't talk about it that much, but we are four HD cameras right here in the studio, so if you want to watch along with the program every day and all of the shows that we do out of our WTMJ studios, you can do that. You can click on the website as well and just click on the watch button. But we have Reese Madigan in studio today. He plays Bob Cratchit in uh, Milwaukee Reps' A Christmas Carol, and we're going to do our interview with him next. So many questions for him about this time-honored tradition. So if you want to watch along with our next segment, it's text the word WATCH to 855-616-1620. We'll do that right when we come back. Milwaukee Repertory Theater's A Christmas Carol playing now at the historic Paps Theater, Milwaukee tradition, nearing 50 years back on stage. Milwaukee Rep Associate Artist Reese Madigan is with us this morning in studio, a man who has played father to dozens, if not hundreds, of children <laughs> over the years, including both of my daughters, as Bob Cratchit. So good to see you, Reese. It's a pleasure to be here, Vince. Thanks so much for having me. So how, how fares your young son, Tim, on this fine day? <laughs> He's fine. I'm going to go see him in a few minutes. Oh, and, wonderful. Um, you know, we're going to have a couple of shows today. So yeah. in the early stages, I'm coming what sort of is the official opening night on Friday, but uh -huh. you have a couple of these sort of soft launch shows. You did the show for family on Tuesday? We did. We had a, we had a family preview, which is a nice warm house uh, packed with people who, who love us. And, uh, <laughs> and it was a wonderful response. And then we had had a preview last night and we have student matinee and another preview tonight so we'll really be we'll be in the groove by the time opening night so i mentioned reese you know both my girls both ella and olivia were were cratchit girls in this production over the years and they were excited to know that i would see you this morning but how many years in this particular role for you 2016 was my first time as bob cratchit so i've been i've been i came in on the ground floor of yeah. this new incarnation and so you deal with those young performers, you know that, and I, what, I, what I valued about their experience so much is how many, those of you who are so well accomplished, treated the young performers in your cast. You, first of all, had high expectations for them. They were to act like anybody else, but also, man, it takes a special kind of person to handle their energy and herd those cats. Well, I mean, it's a fine line because you want them to have as much fun as they possibly can have. And at the same time, you know, uh execute the job as an actor and and be able to to do all the stuff that we rehearsed and but it but part of my job is really making sure that they have a good experience and 
obviously in the audience it shows because we look like a family, but more importantly, it's, it's, it's letting them in on some of the wonder that theater, that theater can be. I certainly feel it through their eyes, and I feel it every time I step on the stage of the Pabst. How do you renew the energy behind your role in, in a repeat like this, that it's been years that you've been this character? Do you do you change things up every year, or do you get different direction from Mark, or how does it work? Well, you know, I mean, the idea is, as an actor, you sort of have the blueprint of what you're going to do. Everything is, is rehearsed and planned out because the technical requirements, especially on this show, are so specific. But but as an actor, your job is, is to... The, the part of the thing that you do that you train for and you work your whole professional career is to try and make it appear as if for the first time. That's where the art comes in, you know, on, a, on an early morning when you're rubbing sleep out of your eyes. How do you, how do you all of a sudden do that? And that's where the, that's where the work and the technique and the, and the training and come in. But it's a privilege to do, especially this play more than any I've ever done uh, because I'm a steward of a tradition more than I am an actor of a show because that family's been coming here for almost 50 years and I often greet them and thank them as they're, as they're, as they're leaving the theater and to see grandma and grandpa and mom and dad and the kids coming out is, is so touching knowing that we've been a part of many families for that long. So they've had many different bobs, not just me. I'm a steward of this (laughs) role, you know, it's bigger than I am. Talking with Reese Madigan, he is uh, Bob Cratchit in this year's production of A Christmas Carol with Milwaukee Repertory Theater. So a number of people have played Scrooge in your time as well. I think by my count, it's at least three, right? Indeed, yeah. So is it different working with each Scrooge? Matt Daniels is in the role once again this year. Everyone has a little bit different take on that character, too. Yeah, and that's part of the joy as well. You know, what Matt brings to it uh, is different than than the folks that have have played him before, each ably and wonderfully in their own way. And... uh, what I love about Matt is he is he is so very present and with me every second uh, that we're in there together. Uh, even when he's being terrible to me, it's a, it's a joy to be on stage <laughs> with him because Scrooge gives Bob a very hard time in the beginning of the play. What people probably don't know about performers is if you're going to invest in that role, you have to give yourself that emotional roller coaster, and particularly in the role that that you play and that Matt plays as Scrooge. Man, there's a lot. There's happiness, there's joy, but there's sadness, there's anger. There's so many things in there. And that's a, a, an emotional roller coaster every night that you have to run yourself through. And that's part of the joy of it is, is I start the play off, you know, happy and carefree. And then, and then there's that moment where, you know, in the first rehearsal of, the, of this incarnation, you know, Bob is the face of grief that Scrooge sees to crack his heart. And it's my job to give him that. And that's, you know, as difficult emotionally as it is, that's part of the joy because I do that nine times a week. And that's and that's part of why I got in this to to do this in the first place is to be able to to push myself in that way. You know, we're talking with Reese Madigan. He plays Bob Cratchit in A Christmas Carol. Let's talk a little bit about the beautiful Pabst Theater. And it's such a wonderful place to see that production anyway. And you mentioned the set as well. In this incarnation, it is so intricate and it is really a very important part of the show. Yeah. Yeah, and the Pabst is, it's such a privilege. You, you Rarely does an actor get to play a historic stage like this. And even, we have, we have microphones. Everybody is going to have no problem hearing any of the actors in the show. But you can stand center stage in the Pabst and somebody in the way back of the balcony, which is 1,300 seats away, can hear you talking in this tone of voice. The way this theater was constructed is, is miraculous. You know, Reese, I asked this of Carol Meekins of TMJ4 News, who's retiring today. It's her last day on the air. And as a person who grew up here, I told Carol how much I appreciated people of of her talent 
staying here in my hometown yeah. and, and plying her trade. Someone who does what you do could do this anywhere in the country, and you're not here because you're not good enough to be somewhere else. Why have you chosen to stay with the rep and to continue doing your work here in Milwaukee? I mean, I've, I've, I, I have indeed worked all over the country, and I've been on and off Broadway, and I think that the, that the level of talent in this community, the people who have chosen to stay, is as good as, as is better than anywhere else that I've been, just in terms of of the talent of the actors and the artisans who work, who create the props and the costumes and, and, and the amazing painters who, who can, who can paint the sets. I mean, this, this theater to me is second to none in the country. And of course it attracts people who are this talented. And I have friends here that I've known now for almost 25 years. And, uh, and I love dearly. You know, I'm glad you mentioned all the folks who work behind the scenes. I was sharing the story with you when my daughter, Olivia was, uh, one of the Cratchit girls, she was the first to wear, and you will, you will see it in this production, I imagine. The, is the purple dress back? Yeah, yes, sure so is. You will see a little girl in a purple dress, and Liv was the first to wear that dress. And when I took her to her costume fitting at the rep, there were so many of the people in the costume department who were in the wardrobe department who were around, and someone whispered in my ear, this is the first time they're seeing someone wear their dress. Yeah that they created for this role and the pride they all took in that important work that they do just really touched me. It's a work of art. You know, that dress is a work of art as is every costume, as is every set piece and prop are created by artists and artisans. And you mentioned, uh, you know, New York and Broadway and things. I saw my first Broadway show ever when we were out there with uh, Greendale high school and man, we, talk about how great our theater is here. The, the we were at the winter garden, which I'm sure, you know, sure. and, but it struck me as, I think it was only a few hundred seats bigger than the Paps Theater. And, you know, when you think about all the amazing things that have played out on that stage, Broadway is still a special place. I recommend seeing a show there. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. As we were talking about, I, my, my first professional equity show was was with the guy who plays Doc. We were brothers in Henry IV, part one and two. So it's a small world in the theater that keeps getting smaller. Uh, what excites you most about this year's production? Anything in particular that you you just can't wait for people to see? It's you know what? It's seeing the faces of the people who come to see the shows. It's the audience. It's being part of this tradition in this community that is so special to so many people. It's it's a privilege unlike any other play I've been able to do in my career. Reese Madigan is Bob Cratchit once again with Milwaukee Repertory Theater. Great to see you, Reese. Appreciate Thank your time so today. Much, can't wait to see the show on Friday. Milwaukee Rep. A Christmas Carol on stage now at the Paps Theater. Tickets at MilwaukeeRep.com. The show runs through Christmas Eve, as always. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI-HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. WTMJ forecast sponsored by Dave Drake Camp Heating, where your comfort is their family's tradition. A mild high of 46 degrees today with early sunshine. We'll see clouds on the increase through the day, according to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Brendan Johnson. Brendan's got a low temperature of 32 tonight, and we're at about 38 degrees right now in Milwaukee. We had a stacked show today. I'm feeling really super proud of Milwaukee today. Interviewed Carol Meekins 30-plus years on TMJ4 News. Today is her last newscast. And she is retiring after that epic interview. Carol is super, like, I thought 
I got all of Carol that I wanted today because a lot of folks don't know what people are like behind the scenes. Carol was super open and honest and talked about all sorts of stuff. Really funny. And that interview is going to be posted on our podcast page, as are all of these. Reese Madigan, uh, really glad he joined us from Milwaukee Rep. Christmas Carol, just a special time to be in Milwaukee. So all of that is available on our podcast page, as are all our interviews. Anytime, you can just text the word Vince or the name Vince to the Old National Bank Talk and Text Line, 855-616-1620. We can send you the link or I'll start access our podcast page at 620WTMJ.com or Apple, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcasts.